so this is the first episode of the new year 2023 and we all have resolutions i'm pretty sure we all made promises to ourselves that we want to improve we want to change we want to make a difference and uh, you know before i b- begin i want to thank someone for you know helping me come uh, or like prepare for this topic uh, they sparked this idea and they told me that i should probably talk about it and i think it's a very uh, important one because it plays a role in people's lives and it affects our day-to-day interaction with the people we love and the people we uh, spend most of our time with and share our feelings and thoughts and ideas with you know so So I guess the main idea here is uh, relationships. You know, we all, we as humans, and I've said it before many, many times, we're social human beings. We we want social contact. We want to be part of a social group. We want to be accepted. And this all has like this evolutionary benefit. However, you know, the way we interact with people is heavily dependent on the way we've been raised, the way uh, we've... Um, yeah, I mean, it has to do with the way we've been raised as kids and the way we've been taught uh, how to behave in certain situations by our caregivers, whether it was like, you know, our parents, teachers, whatever it was. Um, and I guess the specific topic I want to get into when it comes to relationships are attachment styles. So just to give you like this broad idea about what attachment styles are, well, there are a group of theories that are used by, uh, so they're used to explain why people behave in a certain way in relationships. It was, uh, you know, first founded by this uh, psychoanalyst called John Bowlby, I think, the 1950s. And then, you know, the study was improved on by um, Mary Ainsworth, I think she's called. Um, So it basically outlines how one's relationship and bond with their caregivers sets the foundation for how you navigate your relationship uh, whether it was your relationship with your partner uh, co-workers and even friends and when it comes to you know those types of attachment there are four categories um, and those are uh, you know this secure attachment and you have Uh, sorry, I'm flipping my paper over here like I've written some notes. You have this anxious, insecure attachment, avoided insecure attachment. And I think the final one is the disorganized attachment. Um, so I, I think I think the best way to know more about yourself is to reflect on past relationships you've had with people. Try to analyze if there are any patterns that occur over and over again and that would give you an idea of what is happening and why it might happen hopefully today's episode will give you like a brief description maybe maybe a brief idea on uh, why you behave in a certain way now as for the solutions you know it's a bit tough to give solutions to these issues given that i'm not an expert and it's not my you know um i don't think it would be a good thing that i give you the solution to the problems however um maybe seeing a therapist there's always uh, there are always people who are ready to help and maybe it's just an internal change it's something you decide you want to change and um, an area that you want to improve on 
and that would be um, that would be I guess the spark that would cause you to to, to improve uh, so I guess the first one we want to talk about and it's um, maybe the the only positive type of attachment and that one is the secure attachment um, so usually people end up having secure attachment when their caregivers are uh, they're available, they're sensitive, they're present, they're responsive, and they're accepting. So uh, you as a kid, you've been raised in a way such that you're constantly encouraged to go out and venture and try new things. However, if you do end up with, you know, a negative emotion or a negative feeling, you feel like your parents are here for you. Uh, they're ready to listen and to give you advice. There's someone who is there when you need them the most. And I guess that leaves a child who is... Um, how do we call it? Um, a child with a healthy self-esteem. And as an adult, you end up being uh, competent and in touch with your feelings, uh, which would positively affect your intimate relationships with uh, your partners. Because when you're uh, willing to share and you're willing to listen and uh, you're not too clingy, you're not too needy, you're not too, sh- you don't shut people off. Uh, you relate. You can take your relationship to another level in terms of depth, and depth. I, in my opinion, and I believe most of us, or at least all of us, can agree on this thing that depth is important when it comes to relationships. Properly understanding each other, um, knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses, working with one another according to your strengths and weaknesses, it can take this relationship to a whole new level. In, in a positive way, and that would po- not only positively affect you, but the people around you and the people you love, uh, whether, you know, it's your direct family, indirect family, your family, friends, etc. And I guess it's it's important to let the kids venture out and explore because I think, you know, it's it's a tough world and there's a lot to experience and there's a lot that they don't know. However, it's important to know that your kids are still vulnerable. They're still in this learning phase. So as a parent, you want to be there, you want to support them, you want to help them, you want to guide them as much as possible. Um, but there's there's a fine line. You see, like parenting is really tough, which is why I think, you know, with this new year, we should all set this resolution to uh, maybe thank our parents more, show them more respect and love because they put in the effort, they put in the time, they work hard. I mean, everyone makes mistakes at the end of the day, but... Parenting can be so difficult and so tricky and one small mistake could have, you know, an effect on a person's mental health, um, whatever it was. It's there is a fine line because you as a parent, you want to be giving, you want to give more, you want to support them. However, if you end up doing it too much, they might end up being too dependent on you, um, maybe too clingy, maybe when you show this emotion and. Uh, and hide it the next time something happens the kid might end up wanting more of your attention and more of your love so it it can it can have a like a reverse effect which brings us to you know the second and the third type being the uh, anxious insecure and the avoidant insecure attachment types or attachment styles types styles ah i mean does it matter well i mean they're attachment styles yeah uh, so when you're an anxious, insecure type of person, so this usually results from parents who respond to their child's need 
uh, sporadically, meaning that the parent is available at times and absent at another time. Um, so I think what this causes is a, is a child who who has experienced what it means to have someone to support them. However, the support is not always there. That's why the kid would uh, be hesitant to venture out and try new things and get out of their comfort zone. And it will most likely lead to a child uh, being anxious and scared and because uh, they don't want to be in a situation where they feel vulnerable and not having that, you know, that, that support there for them. And the child might also end up being clingy and demanding. And keep in mind, guys, so everything I say here would would most likely reflect on the partner. So when the when the kid is clingy and demanding and they're emotionally, um, you know, they feel like they're unworthy, that would also reflect when they're with their partners. They want a similar, um, they, they want to feel accepted. They want to feel like, uh, their partner is putting in the effort to support them mentally and to support them emotionally. Um, and yeah, so you might be wondering how would someone who's anxious and secure, how would, how would this attachment style manifest in a relationship? Well, the adult who is suffering from this attachment style or who is experiencing this attachment style uh, will feel unworthy of love and in need for constant reassurance. Uh, so we're talking about your confidence levels here and um, you you might also express intense jealousy and distrust in your partner and you will often find yourself blaming uh, yourself over you know the mistakes and the obstacles that happen in a relationship even though it's something completely normal and it's it's something that happens with any couple no matter how strong their relationship is um so those are the signs that you could look for if you find yourself expressing any of these then you might have this anxious insecure attachment you, you are scared of it you're not scared of attachment however you want you want constant reassurance you want to feel like your partner is giving you a hundred percent a thousand percent all the time which can be exhausting for the partner so you want to keep in mind that all relationships that's it's a two-way road right so you have to give and take and if you don't if you don't respect that your partner might be exhausted from constantly expressing these emotions, then things might end up badly, I guess. Well, the complete opposite of anxious insecure is when you're uh, this avoidant, when you have this avoidant insecure attachment style. Um, so an avoidant insecure attachment results from having strict and emotionally unavailable caregivers. So that means parents are usually busy, they're slightly disinterested and or concerned with other things such as achievements, grades, discipline, which reminds me of, uh, I'm not sure if you've watched The Big Bang Theory. However, there's, um, what was it, uh, Sheldon, no, it was not Sheldon. Uh, Leonard, yes, Leonard, I think, was... I think his mom was emotionally unavailable all the time and all she cared about was achievement and he ended up being or his mom only gave them or showed them a little bit of love so they end up being this anxious insecure type of people who want constant reassurance and have distrust they're they're really really jealous etc uh back to that topic sorry for uh, you know going on a tangent here but yeah again so the parents also expect you to be independent they don't 
and they reject you when you're expressing any negative feelings or emotions. Um, and if you do have this kind of attachment style, you might end up finding yourself, and those are like the signs that you should look out for, uh, like a feeling, a strong sense of independence, you're dismissive of others, you have a hard time trusting people, and you avoid any physical or emotional intimacy. And that's mainly because you have troubles expressing them, right? You have troubles expressing emotions um, and uh, because you have a hard time trusting others and being intimate with others, you might end up struggling a lot in a relationship because your partner might be expecting the complete opposite. They want someone who who <clears throat> makes them feel wanted, makes them feel like they, uh, they're attracted to them. This, this chemistry and this this attraction is important. It's a very important element at keeping the couple intact to one another. And now the disorganized attachment, and that's the final type of attachment here. It's um, it's kind of confusing because... Actually, I was confused reading it because the child, or sorry, like the person who struggles from this attachment style also ends up expressing these confusing or showing confusing behaviors and expressing confusing uh, feelings and mixed feelings all the time. Uh, so this usually happens when caregivers are inconsistent with their behavior and they're seen as a source as a source of comfort and fear at the same time. Um, so the child ends up adopting you know a similar behavior and by this we mean that the child's behavior even as a grown-up becomes confusing. So the person tends to find themselves both you know, they're desperate for and fearful of love. Uh, they fear it. They consistently seek it out and only to reject it at the end of the day. So those are, you know, the four attachment styles that I wanted to talk about. You know, we're keeping this one short, um, we're trying to keep it concise. Um, now you might be expect, you might be asking yourself, can we change? Can we, uh, go and move on from an insecure attachment style to a more secure one? Well, it is possible. Um, and as we said at the very start of the episode, it requires, you know, this desire, this internal desire to change and be different and become someone different. And, um, you also, like, I won't recommend anything. However, you can always seek out professional help by going to a therapist. They have, like, these programs. And if you're just interested in knowing what your attachment style is or you feel lost and you need a little bit of guidance, I guess, like, those tests you find online, and I'm going to leave a link to one in the description. You can take the test. No need to take it seriously. Just keep in mind, I'm not sure whether those tests are accurate or not, uh, whether they're backed up by science or not. But you can use them as, you know, guiding questions to reflect and to analyze and to know yourself more. Um, and I guess this is the time where I tell you about my attachment. And I have this really, really strong attachment to Newsly, an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the top trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. This way, the entire web becomes listenable for the first time and all in one place. You can browse the art articles from topics you choose. And so that way you can stop the scrolling, start listening, stop wasting time reading. You can just learn on the go. What a better way to do that. You're utilizing your time, right? Uh, so you can follow any, any topic you want. 
and as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians, and it will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. You can explore the trending podcasts from over 80 countries. And the best one to follow is the High Low Podcast. And we're there. Follow us. Give us give us a listen. And uh, please give us a review as well. Uh, download. <laughs> you can download and use the Newsly app for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And use the promo code VHIGHLOW. That's all one word, all caps which I would also put in the description and you can receive a one month free premium subscription. So please guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, Let us know and we're going to leave a poll that's mostly for people who listen on Spotify, but you can reach out to us over our social media accounts uh, and tell us um, what are your attachment types? uh, What do you think of this episode? And what would you like me to expand more on and talk? you know in depth about like certain things um so uh that's that's all that's all for now and i hope you had um, a fun new year's eve and i hope you have a fun exciting and a year filled with achievement health and yeah just flourish adios till next time